This episode of the Mainly Plants podcast is sponsored by Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like whole food plant-based, vegans, runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. Go to healthiq.com slash MPP, as in Mainly Plants podcast. That's healthiq.com slash MPP. To support the show and see if you qualify today. This is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan. Ryan Furman. And I am a certified plant-based nutritionist. The website is mainlyplants.com. The web or the uh, social media at mainlyplants. Uh, you can get a hold of me through there through direct message or on the website there's a contact page or you can email me ryan at mainlyplants.com. I just got bit by something on my arm and it's itching like crazy and it's a little distracting. So I apologize for that. But man, I swear to god mosquitoes love me. Some people they just don't deal with and then there's people like me where if I have an inch of skin showing I'll get bit 95 fucking times. Anyway, so where was I? Uh, the website, oh, Amazon shopping, head to mainlyplants.com or uh, or you can head to mainlyplants.com and click on the uh, shop Amazon link or you can go to amazon.com slash mainlyplants. Uh, it doesn't do anything on your guys' side. It doesn't increase prices or anything like that. All it does is let Amazon know that you came through a recommendation from Mainly Plants, and it helps me out. Continu- continues to help the podcast out. Um, if you haven't rated and reviewed us on iTunes, please take a second and do that. Uh, spread the good word. That helps me out as well. So let's jump into it here. This week, we're talking about lectins. I've been getting a lot of questions lately. Uh, regarding lectins. So what is a lectin? Well, a lectin is a type of protein, and they're in about 30% of foods. They're a specific type of of protein. But there's all this kind of um, controversy about them. So in the 1800s, 1800s, a compound was discovered in castor beans, which would come to be known as the first class of lectin proteins. And they are natural compounds found throughout the food supply, but they're concentrated in beans, whole grains, and certain fruits and vegetables. And every so often, you know, every 10, 20 years, in pop culture, pop literature, um, a question is raised whether lectins are causing disease and disorder. And we're kind of in the middle of one of those right now. And after all, that first one back found back in 1889 went by the no, the name ricin, um, which is known to be a potential homicidal poison. If you've seen um, Breaking Bad, then you know about ricin. It was a poison used in that. Um, and ricin is, in fact, a lectin. Now, thankfully, many lectins are non-toxic, such as those found in tomatoes and lentils and other common foods. And even when the ones that are toxic, like those found in kidney beans, are completely destroyed by proper cooking. I don't know if you've ever tried eating a kidney bean raw. It's not possible. 
Um, and then the other, only other way to buy them um, is dried and it's like eating a rock. So when you buy canned kidney beans, they're cooked and all the lectins are destroyed. But I've been getting a lot of questions about the ones in tomatoes and lentils and stuff. Those are non-toxic, okay? So, like I said, you can't eat raw kidney beans because if you do, first of all, you'd be double over with nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. Um, but again, when you cook them, the lectins are destroyed. And like I mentioned, you can't eat a raw one. So in the first reported outbreak, um, there was a, a meal made. This is way back in the 1800s. And it was a bag of beans dumped in a skillet and soaked in water overnight. But they were never cooked. They were just soaked. You can't even just throw dried beans in a, in a slow cooker. Dried beans have to be boiled. Now, kidney beans should be soaked in water for at least five hours and then boiled for at least 10 minutes. And you might be thinking that 10 minutes might be a long time, but it's really not. If you've ever cooked a dried or raw bean, you know that 10 minutes is nothing. Um, it won't even be cooked all the way through in 10 minutes, but it'll be enough to kill off the lectins. Even just cooking them for a couple minutes will destroy the lectins, but it takes about an hour of boiling before they're edible. If you ever made bean soup from scratch, from uh, dried beans or raw beans, you know that it takes a long time. So um, the way to tell that if beans are edible is if you can just pinch it between your fingers and they flatten. But, like I said, long before that, the lectins are killed off. So, even before they're edible, you don't even have to worry about the lectins. And these are the toxic lectins. Now, without pre-soaking, it takes about 45 minutes in a pressure cooker to get rid of all the lectins, but an hour to make kidney beans edible. So, basically, it appears that cooking beans to a point where they might be considered edible is more than sufficient to destroy all the lectins in it. Um... We've known since the early 60s that conventional cooking methods can effectively destroy lectins in beans, and therefore, it is possible to ignore any human problems that could be associated with lectins from properly processed legumes. So, you know, you can show that feeding lectins to rats isn't good for them, or to cell tissues in a petri dish. But in these articles that claim that dietary lectins may be disease-causing toxins, the only ne negative effect, negative effect that they can find on humans are those that are raw and undercooked kidney beans um, by accident, basically. So do dietary um, lectins cause diseases of affluence? And a disease of affluence is basically um, diseases that people get from eating too much garbage, uh, like the standard American, di standard American diet. Type 2 diabetes is a disease, disease of affluence, um, just for example. I can if you do, if you're still confused about that, just let me know and I'll be happy to explain it to you. But I don't want to waste time on it. Um, so how do we test that hypothesis? So what happened is people performed a trial on 24 domestic pigs, and a paleo pig diet beat out cereal-based swine feed. Now could they not find any people willing to eat paleo? Now in response to one such review of the evidence based largely on laboratory rodents, one peer reviewer cautioned that we should not draw conclusions about the involvement of dietary lectins in the causes of disease without definite and positive proof. That was written more than a quarter century ago, and such clinical proof has yet to materialize. 
What we do have, however, is ever-growing evidence that legumes, which are beans, split peas, check peas, uh, lentils, stuff like that, are good for us and associated with a longer lifespan, a significantly lower risk of colorectal cancer, colorectal cancer, which is a leading cancer killer, <clears throat> and considered part of a natural, cost-effective, and free from side effects solution for the prevent for the pre I can't fucking talk today for the prevention and treatment of type two diabetes. So. Randomize people to eat five cups of lentils, chickpeas, split peas, and navy beans a week, and you can see the same benefits in terms of weight loss and met metabolic benefits that you do with caloric restriction portion control. That's a big one. I want to repeat that to you guys. If you randomize people to eat five cups of lentils, chickpeas, split peas, and navy beans a week, you can see the same benefits in terms of weight loss and metabolic benefits that you do with caloric restriction portion control. So you don't have to starve yourself to lose weight. You don't have to starve yourself to lose body fat. And the whole lectins theory is based on lectin-containing foods being inflammatory. So it would have the opposite effect. But if you prescribe four servings a week of legumes packed with lectins and get a significant drop in um, C-reactive protein, in fact, a 40% drop of this leading indicator of system systemic inflammation eating more beans. So to wade through all the jargon, not only are you going to lose weight, but you, by eating things that are rich in lectins initially, you are going to have a 40% drop of inflammation, which is the opposite of what lectins do. So what it all comes down to is you don't need to worry about lectins. The, the toxic ones will be killed off when you cook your food and the ones that are non-toxic like those found in tomatoes are not are fine for you so this quote-unquote plant paradox is that on one hand whole healthy plant foods are the foundations of a good diet yet we're supposed to avoid beans and whole grains and certain fruits and vegetables because of these quote-unquote evil demonic lectins but if you look at the actual science, all whole plant foods are associated with decreased mortality, meaning the more of them that people eat, the longer that they will live and the less chances of them getting disease and disorder they have. Meaning that, that more of those years, more of those years later in life will not be sick years. You've always heard me say that, yeah, we're living longer as a whole, as a species, but more of those years are sick years. Um, and, and this includes lectin-filled foods such as you know whole grains and beans and tomatoes. So there's really not this big plant paradox that people are freaking out about. And I'll tell you about who's freaking out about it right after I tell you about Health IQ. I don't know if you've gone to healthiq.com MPP. Um, but you should because they are um, quite the company. You know, you always hear me talking about how people who lead a healthy lifestyle should be rewarded. We shouldn't have to pay the same for certain things. And what Health IQ is, is a life insurance company that rewards you and, and, and helps you secure lower rates on life insurance 
based on your healthy lifestyle, meaning if you're whole food plant-based or vegan or vegetarian, or if you're a cyclist or a distance runner or a weightlifter or a CrossFitter or pretty much any healthy lifestyle you can imagine, um, they have a, a category for you. Now, life insurance companies calculate your policy rates based on your nearest age, not your actual age. So rates actually increase as you get older. So if you are thinking about life insurance, if you have children, um, especially you know those under the age of 18, um, you need to lock in the best possible rate by getting a free quote today. And Health IQ is the fastest growing life insurance company with over five billion in coverage. So they are very reputable. Um, they have, where was it? They have, they're rated a 9.6 out of 10 on Trustpilot, um, which you should check out Trustpilot, check out their reviews, Health IQ. Um, what you need to do is to see if you qualify and get your free quote today by visiting healthiq.com slash MPP or mention the promo code MPP when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Seriously, guys, you really should take advantage of this. Save money by being whole food plant-based. Save money by leading a healthy lifestyle. Uh, if you have any trouble with the link, I'm not sure why you would, let me know. Uh, also, let me know if you do fill out an application. I would love to hear how the experience went and how um, how their their services are. Um, but, but be sure to lock in that rate today, okay? So moving on. Um, getting back to the, the lectins, okay? There are people freaking out about this plant paradox. And this is... Um, based on a book called The Plant Paradox. And it's supposed to expose the hidden dangers in healthy foods that cause disease and weight gain, like those foods I mentioned before, beans, whole grains, tomatoes. And it's all based off these lectins. And this is pretty much just a rehashing of this thing called the blood type diet, which originated decades ago, which has been widely discredited. It just keeps coming back. And this book was written by an MD. And this MD is Dr. Gundry. So, like I mentioned before, if lectins were bad, beans would be the worst. And people who ate beans would have significantly shorter lives and get sick a lot more. But this is not the case. Um, there was this guy named Dan Butner. And he points out in his work on blue zones. And if you don't know what blue zones are, Google them. Uh, I want to wade into that. But um, lectin-packed foods are the cornerstones of the diets of the healthiest, longest-lived populations on the planet. Now, plant-based diets in general, and legumes in particular, are a common thread among the longevity in blue zones around the world, which are the most lectin-lush food that there is. And if lectins are bad, then whole grain consumers should be riddled with disease when in fact, whole grain intake is associated with a reduced risk of coronary heart disease, which is the number one killer of humans. Strokes too, and total cancer, and mortality from all causes put together, meaning people who eat whole grains tend to live longer and get fewer respiratory diseases, infectious diseases, diabetes, and all non-cardiovascular, non-cancer causes. Okay, so it's not just in population studies. You can randomize people into whole grain interventions 
and prove cause and effect benefits. So the same goes with tomatoes. You can randomize women to a cup and a half of tomato juice or water every day. And all that tomatoes are gonna do is reduce systemic inflammation or help you lose body fat and reduce cholesterol as well as um, other inflammatory markers. And tomatoes have lectins in them and, and you can eat tomatoes raw but because these are the non-toxic lectins. So, you know, I, I personally know about Dr. Gundry, but let me kind of give you a little background on him. Dr. Gundry sells a line of lectin blocking supplements. Okay. So he's marketing them as this, uh, uh, as they help you assist your body in the fight against lectins. And they're like 80 bucks a month. They're ex it's expensive supplements, which is like, you know, a thousand bucks a year um, for basically nice bowel movements. Um, and then, you know, of course, there's, there's 10 other supplements that go along with that lectin blocking supplement. So, you know, for just under $10,000 a year, you're getting things that you don't need. Or you can save the $10,000 and not have to worry about lectins because they don't do anything. It's funny because like, you know, a new book will come out or a YouTube video will come out <clears throat> with some quote-unquote doctor uh, making this, making some kind of claim. But it's like, dude, look, there are hundreds and thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers on nutrition published in medical literature every year that prove the opposite of this kind of stuff. But because nobody wants to read that type of shit, myself included, it's not, it's boring stuff. Um, only this, you know, pop culture grabs, you know, these catchy titles. So, you know, let's check out the first chapter and citation from his book. Chapter one, citation one. Quote, forget everything you thought you knew was true. Okay. Um, diet books love saying that. For example, eating shellfish and egg yolks dramatically reduces total cholesterol. Um, that's, <laughs> it's bananas. Uh, you know what's funny? Just a, a quick aside. Do you remember, for those of you who've been listening to my podcast for two years now, I used to fly off the handle and go on rants, but I've seen everything now, so I think I, I, uh, I'm much more calm about these outlandish accusations. Um, but I used to, people used to love when I would fly off the handle. I don't know. Do you guys miss that? Let me know. Anyway, so, you know, he's saying that, that they reduce cholesterol. Um, what's, what, where's he getting this citation? Now, this is the paper he cites and here it is. By now, you know how these kinds of studies go. Um, how do you show a food decreases cholesterol? You remove so much meat, cheese, and eggs that your, your overall, um, saturated fat falls, and in this case, about 50%. If you cut saturated fat in half, of course your cholesterol levels are going to drop. So they got a drop in cholesterol by removing meat, cheese, and egg yolks, yet that's the paper he uses to support his statement, egg yolks dramatically reduce cholesterol. Um, it's false. It's a false claim. Basically, he took, he took this, he, he took consuming, let's say you consume 50 egg yolks a day, 
and he's saying, okay, consume 25 egg yolks a day. Now, nobody's, nobody's going to do this. This is just for sake of argument. You, you usually eat, eat 50 egg, egg yolks a day. And he, Dr. Gundry says, okay, um, or the, the citation he used says, okay, we're going to have you eat 25 egg yolks a day, and we're going to watch your total cholesterol and see what happens. Well, of course it's going to fucking fall. But that doesn't mean that egg yolks reduce your cholesterol. It just means you're eating less of the bullshit. I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking unbelievable. It's, it's the opposite of truth. And egg yolks to people's diets are terrible. If you, add, if you have zero egg yolks, zero meat, zero cheese, and you add that to your diet, your cholesterol is going to go up. So how can they fucking claim something like this? And now I'm getting all excited. Now I'm getting now I'm getting angry. It's not like it's not just just harmless, foolish stuff. It's not just bullshit that doesn't affect anybody. This is heart disease is the number one killer of people around the world. This kind of claim can hurt people. You are playing with people's lives all because you want to sell some supplements. It's the same thing as Vinnie Tordrich. You are, you are giving people wrong information simply to make a buck, but you are killing people. Uh, but I guess it's a whole other podcast. But what it comes down to with these lectins is that the toxic lectins are found in things that you have to cook. So they'll die off long before that food is even edible. The non-toxic ones are found in things like tomatoes, but they're non-toxic. They're not going to do anything to your body. You're fine. Stop worrying. You know, here's the thing. Here's what people really need to, to, to worry more about. Worry more about eating less bullshit and more healthy stuff. Don't worry about the specifics. Don't worry about you know um, how much protein am I getting a day? How many grams of fat am I getting a day? How many... Uh, grams of carbohydrates am I getting a day? Uh, how many lectins am I getting a day? Don't worry about that stuff. As long as you're eating a varied, whole food, plant-based diet. I want to repeat that because you need to really listen to what I'm saying now. As long as you are eating a varied, whole foods, plant-based diet, you will be good. Don't worry about the minutia. Until maybe, you know, if you're competing for, a if you're um, training for a competition or if you have some specific disease or disorder that you need to figure out, that's fine. But it's uh, uh, assuming that you are, you know, the every man, the every woman, and your blood test results are, you know, there's nothing superbly alarming on there. Maybe you have some high cholesterol, high triglycerides, or high body inflammation, which can all be... Um, reversed by a whole food plant-based diet, as long as everything's fine, a varied whole food plant-based diet will work for you. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. And until next week, go eat a salad full of tomatoes. <laughs>